Blog Talk Radio. This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised. She my number one, I don't need nothing on the side. Said that I was done for good and don't want no more lies. But my phone be blowing up temptations on my line. I stare at the screen a while before I press decline. But she plants a seed and it still lingers in my mind Told myself I'm strong enough to shake it and I'm trying But I'm only human, I know loving you's a crime If I take this cookie now, one day I'll do the time Slip me a Xenius once, I got the earth in a blunt I get the skirt when I want, I get the skirt when I want Due to the money aroma, my girl she got a diploma She got white written all over, she got white written all over All a nigga know is how to fuck a good thing up Run from the pain, sip lean, smoke tree up When I'm in your town, press town, hit me up When I'm in your town, press town, hit me up Only if you down and you slurp, good D up If the work good, I'll be back for the re-up Hate when I creep in the phone, wake me up Fake like I'm sleep, knowing damn while I be up Monkey on my back and I walk a hundred miles Guilt make a nigga feel fake when he smile Love get confused in the mind of a child Cause love wouldn't lie like I lie and it's wild Wanna have my cake and another cake too Even if the baker don't bake like you Even when the flavor don't taste like you So I'm back mobbing with the late night crew What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Geek Typical. I am Kyle Halfline Adams. What and, uh, up? Uh, Fiasco, uh, bro. Yeah, man. How you been? been all right. I've been using them. Uh, I can't freaking talk. I've been drinking super <laughs> chill, man. I've been drinking super chill, Dr. Pepper, and I'm all amped up. Stuff is great. By the way, let me know uh, when you're available next. I can slide you my Cub Foods discount card. It's 10% uh, super chill. So like nah, man. a dollar seven is only like eighty nine cents. I gotta be, I gotta be honest. I feel like you just trying to like sneak over here for the smash I do got. You can't have none. It's mine. Oh. No man, I'll, yeah. I'll Snapchat you right now. I got like three bottles nah. of Super Chill in the fridge, like champagne style, bro. Ready to come. Nah, nah, you 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 you, you playing games? I know what I I I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you up to. I know how's that. How how's the vocal sound right now? How am I sounding? You're sounding good. I haven't can used this system. Can you hear the fat beats by Jake One or Jake PM? By, I don't know why I said Jake One. Jesus, Jake, Jake PM. One. Jake, Jake PM's One's tight. But Jake PM's the dude right now. Nah, I feel his, it, man. His instrumentals playing. I got, I got, I got, up got some Castlevania vibes going on in there and all that kind of junk, man. At least that's all. That's what I'm getting from it. I don't know if that's what he was trying to get, but art is subjective, so you know what? I can do what I want. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's like, I made this beat. It is Castlevania. Or like, have you ever played DuckTales? And like, there's yeah. that... Or, or not DuckTales, but um, what was it? Quack Shots featuring Donald Duck. And it was a Sega Genesis game where you just went around murking people with a plunger gun. 
No, yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. Or it's like a, a Sonic a Sonic 2 underground game, yeah. underground uh, level. I feel him. I get the inspiration. I'm with him. He was playing hella games. Hella games when he was making that beat. <laughs> Blood in the heart. Right now, it Speaking sounds like we're in Prince of Persia. Wait, really? You get Prince of Persia from this? I don't know. I was just being, uh, uh, I don't know, stereotypical. This is like if Bioshock had let black people in right now. That's what that's what's going on right now. Like if they had a little little like culture shot going in there. You know, they had that megaphone thing playing and all of a sudden some dude comes up like, Oh, I'm about to mix this. Yeah. Did you see when uh Questlove remixed that Yanny and Laurel? No. Okay. I've I've stayed out of that debate because uh, I just you know I don't care. That's fur. <laughs> so, what's your opinion? This doesn't need one, bro. This is I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And Questlove didn't even bother. He was just like, and the dress was blue by me remixing this. And he was like, what? That's not even what I asked. And then he just goes back to picking his hair. Like, who cares? That's Questlove, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm with it. I'm with the one of the one of the original blurreds out there. I uh, I have to give it to him. I follow him wherever he goes. Yeah, Quest loves that dude. I listen to him on uh, uh, Pandora. He has a podcast that he does weekly on Pandora with artists. Hmm. See, I don't. I'm not. I'm interested in his music. I'm just interested in like his uh, his social commentary. If I had to be completely honest, I, I would just want to listen to a podcast of like. The nerd dude is Black Thought described carrying around his keyboard. Like, this is outlook on stuff. Yeah. That'd be that'd be I, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't watch very much Jimmy Fallon, so I don't know if that's already an avenue they take, but definitely I'ma check it out to see if it's going that way. Cuss love. Keep that keep that keep that fro forever even. <laughs> but on the gaming news, God of War, have you played it? Um, I have watched you play it, but I have not played it myself because I do not own. I don't own a PS4, bro. Uh, Team Xbox. As well. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about you, Sony MFers. Uh, but, dude, I was reading a stat the other day. It was the Japanese charts. And uh, Switch is on top, obviously, followed by PS4 and PS4 Pro following behind that. And you know what's at the very bottom? At like 42 units. Xbox One X, bro. That's gotta hurt. Not really. Because, I mean, it's kind of like getting the Samsung 8 Plus versus the Samsung 8. You're like, I'm cool with the 8. I don't need a bigger screen or anything like however it's a consistently at the bottom what do you mean i know but i did want i did want the uh scorpion or the xbox one x i did want it because of that 4k um my tv has uh 4k capability so my old xbox does not have 4k but the new one does and that's something that interests me and i think it would go great with uh streaming on twitch or something you know I, I mean, I, I can understand that. I think I never got into the Xbox One X because when I moved to PC, it's like what what their 
what they're toting, I'd have to go back for. And I don't even know if it's true 4K or if it's like the scaling option that the Pro has with like a better processor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'd have to do my research. But it just wasn't enough for $600, I can tell you that. Uh, they were. I mean, I, I had my One X, and I think they were giving like 200 bucks off because it, I oh. bought it in March. Um, and it was like the Xbox One X was coming out like not even a year later. So I still could have gotten like two to two fifty, and then I would have paid like half. So you you have an Xbox One X? No, uh, Ryan okay. does. But I'm saying like oh. I could have I could have brought back my Xbox system and could have gotten store credit like two hundred to two fifty off, and I would have paid like I think it was like six hundred or something like that. So I would have paid like. 250 or 350 more. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, even even that, I would. The one seems fine enough. I would say for someone as multifaceted as you, that investing that in the PC, like uh, whatever, as you get more use out of, which is like where I'm at with even buying like a pro. Mm. Uh, I did want to buy a pro. Well, speaking of which, I wanted to buy a pro because of God of War. Four, effectively, or the new God of okay. War, yeah. Uh, only because the technological achievements in it, like graphically, like oh mm-hmm. my god, I got a basic PS4, and that, even that, there the seamless transitions in the cutscenes, and the shading, and uh, like refresh rates and all everything, everything's killer, and that's on yeah. the standard. So yeah. when they say that a pro is better, so I went to my guy's house to see it on the pro, like it has. Like the Witcher on max specs, beat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that. It just, just amazingly beautiful, and that's on like a pro. And I don't know if that's just like them utilizing their technology well or what. What's going on with that? But that's uh, just. Whoa, I'm sorry. What? Okay. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing with Microsoft because that's what they did with the. I just called the Scorpion. It's not called the Scorpion, but I called the Scorpion because that was the original. Or the beta name for it? No, um, no, it was a Scorpio, bro. The beta name, the, the working, the productive name was. So you, you, you don't even call it what it is, and then you okay, took what it's actually called, and you threw an N on it. It's not okay. Fine, Scorpio. I, I'm sure it's called Scorpion, but fine, we'll call it Scorpio. Um, <laughs> and uh, he plays Destiny Two, and he says it's just amazingly better um i'm sure grand theft auto is amazingly better as i'm recently playing that like as of late um so yeah like these upgrades aren't bad for what it is and then they're taking back their old systems and giving you credit so it's not really a loss um but at the same time like for people like us who like turns off every light in the room um We we're kind of like well we're cool on it we'll we'll take our losses and uh, I, I just want to know if you already have the next, a system next gen if you have a system already I don't I just don't see why anyone would jump like the reason I don't get a pro is because I have a PS4 and it's so mm-hmm. I I wouldn't say minor that it's actually like a effective some pretty good upgrades but I don't know it's just not it's just not it's just not worth it but for God of War. I am, I'm, I'm considering it because I do want to kind of experience it in like, 
all this glory, but then like this game, I mean, one of the first things you see is that it has like the HDR functionality and you get reminded if you have a shitty TV right away. Like right away, the game's like, you want to go to max resolution and like max color and you're right there, you're like, I don't have the equipment for this. And it's like, ah, you suck a biscuit. You suck a biscuit. <laughs> you ain't got nothing. You, know, you play play the game on the the lowest settings, then you, you snub you snub cake, and I'm, I don't know. That that was for me. That was my first. Uh, that was my first. Like, whoa! I I was already on Craigslist thinking like, oh man, maybe I should get like another PS4 Pro if I can get one for cheap. I learned people mm. were crazy because they still want to sell theirs for like 380 when it's 400 in the store. But that's a story. That's a story for another time. Um, but get, getting into God of War, I say the first thing I'd have to say is what a great return to like classic gaming, dude. That world bosses and like leveling up, like, uh, am I, is my weapon strong enough to go fight do to do or whatever? I don't want to give any spoilers away, but fantastic in a way that it went to. I saw this story. And it was like the greatest take on it I ever saw. It was this dude making a YouTube video saying that God of War um, questioned his, made him question his gaming skills. Because everyone's been so used to a, a linear story experience that mm-hmm. they're, they're effectively like used to hand-holding. And that's how they, they've, they've had fun out of that. But that's what they're used to. This game is like, not only is it a grinder... It like holds no bars. If you go to the difficulty setting, uh, that's challenging. So out of the three difficulty settings that are available to you when you start a new game, there's uh-huh. the the option that's right below the hardest, which isn't unlocked until you beat the game effectively. But you pick that one, and oh my god, the first battle, I was on that shit for like 30 minutes, and it was all like I had to like. Did you see that part? I'm not sure if you tuned into the stream. Um, I think that was you versus um, uh, um, kind of like the Irishman. It seemed like. Oh, that was. I mean, that was a boss fight, with the Conor McGregor. But this was just like a simple. There were three, as they call them, Draugr, uh undead, and they were just different types. And even that, trying to master a block and a hit and a over-the-shoulder camera like roll and a dodge, it reminded me of like. Uh, um, uh, older games where you would have to like fight a boss in the middle of the, the dungeon and pretty much you're just going up against different archetypes of enemies and you're pretty much just mashing the buttons. Like it had that, it's like a retro feel with a, obviously a polished game, which I feel like most games now drop the ball on. Either you're going to get like graphics or you're going to get gameplay. It's rarely, it's rare that you get such a like a crazy cohesion of both. Which, I, I mean, I was impressed. Um, another thing that struck me was the fact that IGN had to tell everybody that it lowered its difficulty. Um, and, you know, me and my friends, we started at challenging. It's hard, but we uh, we stayed there. I know Chill Will the challenging, too, and he's still progressing through the game. Um, it, it just kind of struck me because it seems like when you're streaming the game, even though I would never do this, people just wanted to be the first to explore content and not have like a harder game, which Twitch original Twitch's original functionality was just have your friends like share with you in the game and be like a live forum experience. 
But uh-huh. now it's more of like a, a rush to uh, it's a rush to like I'm gonna explore the content before anybody else. And that's why I'm tying this all together with that guy that said that it challenged his um his his ability as a gamer because I think it threw everybody back into like why are you playing games? At least this game did for me. It had the similar effect that Bloodborne and Dark Souls did. Like you're playing this game to be challenged. Uh, work your mind out and be stimulated with the media all at the same time. That's usually what games were, like Castlevania, uh, the Mega Man Dungeon Crawlers, Mega Man Side Scrollers, uh, the reason like Shovel Knight and Cuphead have come back. Like mm-hmm. all games like these have brought like your skill as a gamer back in the forefront. Like not not in the Fortnite capacity where it's like I've mastered a method of. Uh, of camping and moving that like usually makes my ratio of winning high. It's, I don't know, it's a little bit more than that, which for a game that has so much to lose and from coming from Santa Monica, that pretty much makes these movie games. I think, Mm -hmm. I I think that's like, that is the most brilliant take on a game you could have. I saw the director posted a vlog of him just like crying at the reception. (laughs) Cause I think even he had like, his doubts if this would pan out, if this would pan out okay, and luckily it did. Um, what else? What else? Uh, I, I so felt like, I would you say it almost has like, um, like Uncharted or like Far Cry? Like, so it, it's bring it's bringing back like single player gaming, and it's a break from multiplayer, which is nice, right? Fair. I mean, I, I but even that is a. Uh, I feel is a light way of putting it. I feel like even if you bring Far Cry, so let's say Far Cry 3 where you were um, taking down the towers, right? The It kind of held, even in the harder difficulties, at least to me, it held your hand. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It was, this is the ode to gaming that like if people who play Skyrim, um, if you're like me, it was too easy, so you put a bunch of mods on mm. to make it so <laughs> that like, you know, if you got in water, you got hypothermia. This is the mods I put on. I put the uh, camping one where you had to rest. Um, you had to eat. Otherwise, your stamina got cut in half. You get in the water, you have hypothermia. No fast travel. All that kind of stuff. Because I, I miss when games uh, stress you out. Like the original Fallout 3. Like there was a sense of, I have to prepare for this battle. Which... Uh, same thing Final Fantasy would do. I have to prepare for this battle. If you played the new Final Fantasy 15, it literally mm-hmm. was, although I love the game, don't get me wrong, it literally was a walkthrough so that you could experience the uh, the like love and connection of brotherhood between the main protagonists. But it wasn't exactly, there were aspects of it that were challenging that you had to prepare for, but the whole game wasn't so. Each battle in God of War I finish one group. It's like if you were playing a dungeon crawler and you were like, okay, you walk through the main door. There's going to be that group. If you dispatch them, then you go to the next. Each group is its own experience. I can remember every fight as in I was on the snowy level and I walked out the cave, that group. Uh, I walked outside of the cave. There's that group. If I YouTube what uh, a fight on God of War, like the whole community knows what I'm talking about because each fight like is its own, especially on the challenging difficulties. I can only imagine what the hardest one is, but it's, I, I think it's an ode. It's an ode to everything gaming. It's a, it's a, a love letter to everything that was good about the reason we got into this. It wasn't multiplayer. 
It wasn't to get people to watch us to play multiplayer. It wasn't like it wasn't to be like the number one uh, of any game, whatever. It wasn't speed running. It was simply, you know, feeling brutal, getting lost in the story and uh, challenging everything that you knew. And then, you know, being entertained at the end of the day, which this does in spades in in spades and the, don't even get me started on the story because if you well, the minute you figure out you think you figured out where the story is going i guarantee you the next major cutscene just completely dashes anything you thought in the pieces and i still don't i still am reluctant to give spoilers away because mm. it's like I, even that offered even the chance that someone hasn't experienced it themselves makes me like i feel extremely guilty if i like pop the bubble on something here but Go pick it up, man. It's already at like, like, uh, it's already at like 3.1 million units or over. That was in the first three days. So, well, I can't remember what it's at now, but I know it's over 3 million in the first three. I mean, you're just, you're going to join the larger conversation if you grab it. It got released on 420. Everything about it is fantastic. Go pick that game up. That's fair. So, out of five gods, I guess. What's your rating of it? Out of five gods? The yeah. whole pantheon, bro. All oh, the gods, bro. I, get <laughs> I, 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 uh, I see these reviewers. Like, this is my problem with critics, too. Like, and I'm not like such a fanboy of God of War, even though I am a fanboy of God of War, that I think all critics, I'm not going to start a petition to make critics give it a perfect 10. But at this point, I don't know what they're looking for. You ever notice the ones that get a 10 are like the franchise sellers? Like they're, uh, they're, they're, they're franchises that already, they have like a multiplayer following and they're already whatever. And then they have like a little bit of a story and it's enough for a reviewer to be like, yeah, so 9.5. Yeah. Well, it can be Call of Duty. It can be Battlefield. It can be anything. If they're getting eights and if they're getting eights and nines, and this got like a nine and a nine point four from Dang. some people. I think I think you're crazy. Sorry for McGruff in the background. Dude, man, you need to feed that dude his McMuffin, bro. That dog is easy. <laughs> that dog is crazy, man. You got that? Where you go? Where you got him? I I mean I can hear him. Sound like you're hungry, bro. Sound like you just sound like you're eating the steak right in front of him, and he's like, bro, give a fuck about your show? I need I'm the hungry. foods now. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, five gods if if that's the rubric right now um, I'd say perfect as far as like engaging you and wanting you to come back I'm already thinking about second playthroughs and harder difficulties and I look for secrets everywhere there's rarely a game that makes turns me into a completionist I think the last game was Dragon Age Origins where I wanted to do everything and not mm. like out of necessity where you're like I need to go find things because I want to be the dude that found things. Like, no, you're looking for secrets purely because you want to, purely because you want to explore every part of the game, purely because there, there's so much dialogue, unique dialogue in this game that you want to, every nook and cranny you want to find and explore. So it's, it's, it's worth it. Go pick it up. And I want to say congratulations to Nolan Greenwall, who won our giveaway. I won't say it was a successful giveaway, but it taught us a lot, and the fact that it you, did. Uh, it did. You have to, you have to grind to give away something free, dude. I right? It's a free game, free get free game of the year, pretty much. And like Nolan was in the chat, I didn't respond to you. 
Whoa, my bad. That was the uh, that was the giveaway music. Congratulations, Nolan. Play that game. I hopefully that your significant other doesn't find out you got something for free and try to take it away from you. So, uh, play it on the low. Yeah. Play it on the low. And don't let her delete your 2K game files, bro. That's the ultimate no-no. That's a divorce. (laughs) The judge judge is just like, oh, nah. You don't get nothing. But, but, no. You're done. Get out of my courtroom. You're done. That's when uh, Nolan just looks his girlfriend dead in the eyes and says... You do not want to make an enemy out of me. <laughs> no one, no one, keep keep them games on the low, bro. We we feel the struggle, and this is that's not even a gender thing. I've got a lot of female gamer friends whose boyfriends, you know, either come back from the gym, and you uh you guys are douchebags. You ruin the game. I hear you in the back of Discord complaining about stuff. Let her play. Let him play. <laughs> Let gamers play. See me. But I yeah, come here. Mm, <laughs> touch my stuff. <laughs> Effective soundboard usage. Uh, <laughs> that one was good. But I appreciate Nolan for participating in the comments. I, I wasn't as active as uh, I should have been. I didn't even have the screen up, to be honest. But um, it was nice to see someone engaging and uh, conversing and whatnot. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And um, be looking out for our next game, which is uh, Detroit Become Human. Oh, yeah. Which I, I am know you looking like forward that. to that. I want to yeah. see Jax become human or Drake. Drake. is more Drake. Drake himself yeah. becomes human. Yeah, Why Drake is that like a default for every like black character? Like My Call of Duty character looks like Drake. Uh, NBA 2K, the voice was like Drake for like years. It wasn't really, but it sounded like him. Um, I, I I had this conversation with a few people and they're they're they were taking like it's a more racial thing. I took it as more it is a racial thing at the end of the day, but I think that's more of they go with a marketable face. Like, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that like uh like when you see it you're like, Oh, someone inherently is evil for like not including like, you know, especially Japanese games, because if you know you cannot make a black character and all black characters look like Willy Wonka pretty much. Um, but I, I, I think they're just trying to go for like a broader audience and like who that white people and black people wouldn't find the problem with. Uh, the problem mm-hmm. with that is you, you do end up alienating someone with going with a face that's like, cause that dude, that face, uh, looks like he's that one activist. What's his name? Um, oh, there's a God. few of them. No, it's a, it's a... Um, it's it's literally baked. It's it's right off this one activist. What uh, what's he known for? Uh, black issues. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, like, what's the main thing? Like, like, what is he? I don't. What do you mean? That's that's. Oh, that's Al Sharpton. Uh, no, he's like he's a light skinned dude. He like Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. Okay. Let me look at this dude's face to see if I'm tripping. He's a dude yeah, on BET that, that gave that speech, and it was like he m- made more people woke. But that's crazy. I, I, yeah, I'm the whole 
woke thing is kind of weird. It's, it's the uh, it's the Kanye West logic. It's the if you have to call yourself a genius, you're probably not a genius. <laughs> but I think Yeezy uh, just heard it from somebody else and then requoted them because that man's a genius. He's crazy. Who's a he's a genius. Which one's a genius? Easy, easy. No, no, he's not a genius. Uh, he's not a god. I will say that much. But that man's a genius. No, I, I, I this is getting off. This, I'm sorry, public. This is getting off gaming. But we have to address this. Uh oh. Kanye West is not. I've been saying this for, and this is not like a new development that I'm just against him. I don't really care about his personal views, but I've been saying this since the skirts and the Confederate flags on the back of jackets. As all my friends will attest to. He is not a genius. He is the loudest in the room. If you go to any of your friends who have a beat machine and produce, the only reason you don't give them the same kind of shine as you give Kanye West's beat is because of our infatuation with celebrity. That is it. I guarantee if you go to SoundCloud and just go to straight producers, you will find similar beats. You will find beats that they've done. If you look at the date, they've done before Kanye West. Kanye West is literally... He was the height, at least for me, of my enamorment with, uh, if that's even a word, I might be making up shit, of rap and hip-hop. It's the same way I idolize, I still like, Jay-Z still deserves his recognition, but I used to idolize rappers. I used to idolize rappers and producers. I don't do that anymore, but Kanye West came up in the time when that was like pretty much all we had. And I think when you look at thing in hindsight and nostalgia, things are better than they were. But if you look at beat making, if you look at between uh, all the greats, um, he I'm not saying he's subpar, but he's just a producer. But for some reason, when it's Kanye, when it's, when it's Kanye West, it's just somehow better. Uh, when he came out with shitty clothes and his sock boots, no one sunned him because of nostalgia. The fact that he had protection between selling $400 T-shirts trash pants, sock boots, and then he finally came out with Yeezys, which mimicked the design of shoes that were already out, and we still gave him a pass. Mm. The, the fact that he came out with lyrics that were are pretty much already said by millions of artists, but somehow he was woke, as Half Pint put a second ago. Uh, and the I'm fact keep that giving you the buzzer. That's fine. I'll take these L's. I'm L Cool J today. Mm. And the fact that he could come out with wear a skirt, put a confederate flag on the back of a jacket, put a MAGA hat on, say ridiculous shit on his tours on recently, and we still give this motherfucker a pass. I think that you have to look at it just like I had to do four years ago and say, right. is it nostalgia? I'll give you that. That's all I have. I'll give you that Thank for the jacket. You. I got one. I'll give you that I for got the jacket. One. <laughs> I got one. But I mean, he got shunned because he got bankrupt off of his clothing line. Nobody's buying them. They're buying Yeezys, the shoes. They're buying his shoes, but they're not buying his shirts or his clothes. And that's why he went crazy or even more crazier because he's like, I have all these des- or uh, these ideas and these designs and nobody's giving me the platform for it, which means that like nobody's fucking with him. So, um, however, tell me you're still not listening to College Dropout today. I am Tell not. Me I, late, late registration, though. I'll give you that. But okay. honestly, at, at this point, I don't know if I am. Because 
even though you say he was doing his fashion line and nobody was messing with it, what does that say? As soon as he got around Ralph Lauren and all that, all the people he idolized, when he went to that Sway interview, did he say one black person that he wanted to be like when he was talking about Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, and all the greats of business? Did I mean, he say who... one black I've watched it a million times. I defy you. Did he say one black <laughs> owner that he idolized or he wanted to be like? Can I ask you this, though? How many of those people um, – or what's what's the one thing that all those people have in common that a black person don't as as this current moment? Uh, I'm not sure. Money. All those people have like billions of dollars. There's not black yeah. folks that have billions of dollars, and he's trying to right. get to that billion of dollar mark. So he's hanging around all these billionaires. See, but to right get now to you're where he needs to be. This is my problem with the MAGA hat thing too. You're inferring what you think he means. But when he said that he – it wasn't about money in that Sway interview when he was talking about uh, – well, It's always pull, been about money. Well, he – see, but you're inferring it's about money. He was talking about pool and genius and all that stuff. He was talking about them as a level of human and said that they were great. The same thing with the MAGA hat and like, like J. Cole just said in his recent interview, he's good at sampling language that resonates. And this time he sampled the wrong shit. That's what he does. If he says something that has roots and truth, he leaves it to you to fill in the gaps. If he said okay. something, if he said something about like I need money for a platform, but y'all not supporting me, the black community, like the, the, everybody's like, yeah, that's right. You know, black people ain't worth shit. They don't support him. Black people pirated his, like pirated him, boosted him to success in the first place, just because he got a taste of something he wanted to do different on a population that represents 13% of the nation and even half that listens to rap. You want effectively 7% of the nation to give you that much money? Like, no. So he he branched out, and when he branched out, he pertained to 67% of the nation, which there's nothing wrong with that. But then he is super bitter that no one's supporting him or giving him money the way that, like, uh, anyone else does. Jay didn't have a problem. You have all these other people, like, who have all these masses and they invested Andre yeah. 10,000 invested early and he's making money. Nas invested. He's making money. But for some reason, Kanye's having trouble because he splurged on himself and lived a lifestyle. And we're supposed to feel bad for him. No, no. Get out of here. And nobody's feeling bad for him. We're just oh. like, look at we, the line, we're bro. Just waiting on new music. We're not feeling bad no. for him. We're not. I'm no. not waiting on new music. As uh, a representative of the people, um, I'm telling you firsthand that we're not feeling bad for Kanye West. We're actually like, this dude's tripping. Um, he needs help, but we're not feeling bad for him. <laughs> we, I, we, I don't we'll know. Still you, listen to his music. Go to the YouTube comments Poopy, and go to Poop. like CI versus uh, Kanye versus the people, right? Look at those mm-hmm. comments. Those comments are all people, and like, like I, I hate to be on J. Cole's dick right now. He said it best when he was like, everyone's saying like, yeah, like they're, he's speaking the truth, free thinking. That's like what's going on now. You got Charlemagne who like literally sunned the fuck out of Killer Mike for going to the wrong platform, but his message was okay. He went to, but he went to an NRA platform, right? He yeah. got sunned and donkey of the day right away and all this kind of garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Kanye West, because he has money tied in him and everyone has this nostalgic view of Kanye West, didn't get donkey of the day until like his fourth episode. Like, what? and I feel like that's the logic everybody has, like, give him a shot for what? 
we get the we get the people the fuck out of here for less in the hip hop community all the fucking time. All the Bro. time. I mean, is Kanye out here like pissing on people? No. He's just saying and I'm not I'm not justifying like his, his words at all. I'm just saying he's just talking reckless. That's all it is. And nah, you can bounce back from that. No, he's playing on people's lives. lives. He's 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 sampling he's sampling language that is used in the, sampling what Candace Owens has to say to uh, whatever you want. Even any way you spin it, it's bad. If he's trying to boost album sales, it's bad. If he has a mental health problem and people are still taking his word at gospel, it's bad. Either way of you slice it, yeah. Either way you slice this shit, it's it's shit. But you still have fans that are with him. If you go to like my Facebook timeline, it's random arguments. With all of my, uh, and I, I be honest, most of my white friends, but few of my black friends who are defending him is saying like the full interview when he's talking about black on black crime. And thank God for Van who was in that TMZ thing. I mean, I, I even he wasn't even a household name on my radar until that dude had that eloquent rebuttal. Just like, hey, served it up. But everyone's agreeing with it on the basis of free thinking and like, and I'm I'm tired of people making it and then telling uh, the people that gave them money that they need to self-reflect. Not that it's a bad message, but for Kanye, like the dude who's, who said, love yourself and all this stuff and made it all falls down and then had liposuction. I, I don't think he ever meant what he was saying. I think he is a contrary, a life contrarian. I think the only reason he said Bush doesn't care black people is because it was uh, an unpopular thing to do. I think any, the only reason he interrupted Taylor Swift and for Beyonce's behalf wasn't to defend their honor. It was because it gave him shine. I think the reason he jumped off the water, jumped off the stairs and jumped in the water and started dancing, everything has been for his personal gain. And I want people to separate what woke is because you have a lot of like Instagram users and all this kind of stuff who like try to simulate being woke or being like different with just mm-hmm. being uh, provocative and getting attention. And I think that's what he's doing. And I think it worked. He's a good marketer. I don't think that's genius, but I, I'll say he's, uh, as far as marketing goes, bravo. But that's all you get. Get him the fuck out of there. Give me two gunshots. Oh, my bad. I kind of. Give me uh, two gunshots. Okay, 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 okay. I'm working on it, man. Just don't, don't hurt me. Okay? Kanye, get the fuck out of here. You out of here, son. <laughs> Done. Yeah, you done something. Get your boat-ass shoes and your fucking Halloween costume-ass goddamn clothes and that fucking blue outfit and your macaroni cheese-ass hair and your fake girlfriend, the whole family, including you, getting plastic surgery and you making music that's talking about love yourself. You're a hypocrite. You're garbage. And your message is straight trash. Give me, give me three in a row. Oh. Uh, boy. Sorry, I'm trying. Right, you yeah, also yeah, get I'm this, not. too. Got him! <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that dude live in Calabasas, and he making money, so he don't give a fuck what I got to say. That dude probably like this little motherfucker. <laughs> dude, when you, when, you, when you stop looking at your bank account, we can talk. True that, Kanye. True that. <laughs> Dang, you just like how many gunshots was that? I mean, that was like a whole clip. I'm oh, airing them out, bro. I'm airing them out. <laughs> oh yeah, 
get he gonna get the whole piece, man. I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of that. But uh, we got GameStop to talk to, and we gotta get to that. So hit that commercial break. Let's get into it. Word. And then, uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, GameStop CEO resigns only after three months of uh, being within the company. Can handle the uh, pressure. But we, as pawns, will talk about our experience again after this commercial break. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, so the sound radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune, and that more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over this safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, List, you can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe word's Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> Punched up, punched out, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. I don't take the name of Jason, I've been warned. I don't push weight from Boston to San Juan. Dealt with illegal bitches and firearms. When they flip down in prison, I restore calm. Black gators on the feet, that's on the high. Fur coat, bless the back, now that's on the fly. Like it's hot, big shook, pugilist, head and body shot. Run your mouth a lot, you'll be taken out. 
slapped in the face, kicked to the ass and punched out. Fiasco, <laughs> half pint, geek typical podcast. Be back. Yeah. Uh, I was getting ready to play like an old school, like Funko Land commercial, but I don't Funko think I can catch the reference. <laughs> Funko Land. Golden things are simple. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like the look of physical games. Now that everything is like really digital. I think that's why I like Funko Land so much. Like seeing all those cartridges. Dope. I I, I think um, for me, it was the fact that we were able to play any game. (laughs) Like, can I please sample this game? Yes, you may. Yeah. Like, for sure. That that was really cool. And then, like, yeah. Yeah, they put profits over everything and they fucked that up. Okay, they fucked that up. I mean, it was also a bother for the employees too. Like, no lie, where they're just like, "Come on, we know you're not gonna buy it." <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that was like you just needed some. Uh, you just needed like in Funko Land, they needed like a few more employees, but they still needed that laid back nature, right? Now, yeah. like, what's your complaint when you go to like what it's become? It's like you're pestered from fucking jump all the way. To, to, to you actually get a game out there It's like as soon as you walk in What are you doing? Where are you going? How did you, you getting something? How games do you play? What systems? I like those systems And then you finally leave and like, Okay, alright, bye now Bye, bye And you're like, dude I don't want to I'll buy digital from now on Like, fuck that And uh, though we uh, mock the um, people that work at GameStop We were the people that wore the blazers With oh, the yeah. uh, lanyards Oh yeah. However, I worked for GameStop Kids, which what the uh, fuck does that even mean? So GameStop Kids was a seasonal uh, GameStop store. So I still got the benefits of a GameStop employee. However, we didn't do certain things like we sold more merchandise, some more shirts, more uh, more Minecraft stuff, more you know swag. Not so much in the gaming aspect. Um, however, we did sell games. Um, we just didn't sell rated R. We mean like rated? M? Okay, there we go. All right. M? My bad. Still stuck in pop culture's mode. Uh, but rated M. Um, so like, they was like, "Can we get the new Call of Duty?" And it's like, "Nah," but you can go across the street and go get it. <laughs> nah, cousin, but you can get the fuck up <laughs> out of here, bro. Yeah, my face be. But uh, no, um. Uh, then they was like, all right, go ahead and sell them. It's cool. Um, we didn't do trade-ins. I don't know. Are you even a GameStop? Big... Where are you? You were, you were some dude just wearing the name, bro. <laughs> like basically, I was a, I was a, uh, yeah, I was a scab for GameStop, basically. Because like once the season ended, it was like, all right, you can go. Peace. Some people oh, did damn. get transferred, but that was like management. Okay. Like, um, you know Zach. Uh, Zach was my boss, um, and then he got transferred out to that store once GameStop Kids closed down. Um, there was a chick that got moved out to Maple Grove, and she didn't like. I think her name was Becca. 
She didn't like Becca. So she's like, I am pretty much quitting. That's fair. Um, and mean, then, yeah, this one dude got fired. He was management, but he got fired, and now he works for a Lamborghini. So he, it's all good. Oh, damn. All right. Leg up. <laughs> got fired from the GS, and it was like, keep it moving. Yeah. On to better things. Giddy up. I, uh, I was going to say I have a love-hate with GameStop, but it's mostly hate. So I worked at a full GameStop store, and like everything mm. that was shitty about it, somehow you just got the pass. So you could get, like, fired and get, like, all this shit against you if you accidentally sold to, like, a minor. Mm. Uh, but the parents who buy their kids' shit games, yep. they would lie. You know, they, they to save face their neighborhood and their friends, they would legit lie. And this was, like, a big thing for years. They will legit lie and be like, no, I wasn't there. And you're like, you'd have to pull up camera footage. Like, you bought this game for your kid. Just go back and admit to your grandma, your mom, or whoever the fuck is complaining about it that you fucked up. You weren't paying attention. You were on your phone. Your kid bought Grand Theft Auto, and then he like, had sex with a prostitute and then killed her afterwards to get his money back. Like, that's that's not my fault. And that, that literally sums up GameStop was a place that they've never figured out their own protocol. That sums up everything that was wrong with it. They had reasons you could get in trouble. They had reasons why they would overcharge the customer, but they never knew like exactly why they were doing it. And when no one has a reason, you just automatically fall back to these greedy sons of bitches, which is why I could never, I could never like talk somebody out of like not wanting to sell their game because there wasn't enough money. When they 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 come in and trade in and they look to their right and that game sixty nine ninety nine and I tell them I can give them three dollars, like they're like, dude, fuck off, bro. I'm not I'm not doing this. And the fact that you didn't have to do trade ins makes me a hell of bitter because that shit took like forty minutes because you had to find everything that was wrong with it, everything that was wrong with it. While three employees work the store, it's full on Christmas. Everyone's trading in their shit. And they're like, hey, I hope you find everything that's wrong with this Wii. Because if anything's wrong with it, we're going to fucking yell at you and you're going to write you up. And you're going to get fucked up. And that was GameStop's way. Just pushing over on the employee. And to the point, like, I did know Zach, a mutual friend of ours who was my manager at one point. And even he, he was he was very driven. And, uh, and like, you could slowly see the life out of these young people just get crushed. Because they leaned heavy on their employees. Yep. Heavy as fuck with no with no protocol. There was no way to like do anything. It was just as it came. You got this press release that was like pretty much what they told the public. Oh, the, uh, thieving's been high. Now we you have to keep all your physical counsels in the back. You would learn that from Yahoo. You wouldn't learn that from the company. You would learn that from Yahoo. And if it wasn't right, and an inspector came in, which they made like eighty grand a fucking year to come like look at how stores were presented. Why isn't these why aren't these uh PS3s at the time in the back? Well, hmm. did you send us any did you tell us anything? No, but it's all over Yahoo. It's like what Dude, I had <laughs> no ice checking the media for like job advice, bro. Like what are you what are you doing? So, you know, I'm I'm happy at the latest news that Michael K. Muller gave them three months and then he fed them the papers, yo. He out. He gone, son. <laughs> Three months. That yeah, is out. insane. 
What do you think that means for the company? You think that everyone's caught on and they're just like, fuck this? Uh, maybe it was just him. Maybe he was like, well, not not fit for every job. <laughs> he said fa- he said family uh, personal issues or like family or something like that. I, I didn't read the exact the exact uh, excerpt or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think it was like a personal issue thing. But like, I don't, I never buy those. I never buy those. Like it always that's seems fair. like that's just what you say so that they still like look at you as a. Uh, a God-fearing man that just you know loves uh, loves business and you know made the made the best choice. So may prayers be with me, type of thing. I think it's full of garbage. I think it's full of garbage. <laughs> I'm so I'm happy, man. I'm so happy. He beefed out on him. I'm so happy. And then uh, the hedge funder that what do you call it? That uh, what is it? Tiger something? I can't remember what they're called. It's like Tiger Investments. Oh, they're a hedge God. funder or something. Like that. Yeah, what's up with uh, your dog, bro? I might have to get a gunshot to that dog. It's not even my dog. It's my neighbor's dog. Your neighbor's dog? Yeah. Dude, was he uh, He just up against the wall, just going? <laughs> no. What the no, fuck you doing my, over there, bro? I smell the my bacon. Windows, my windows are wide open. I will admit that. But, good God. Dude, you need to go. You need to go over there and just tell that dude what it is. <laughs> get that. You need to go give that dude the business, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, like, yo uh, your dog been yo. What's wrong with them? Nothing. He just no, no, bro. Like he, he, he's yelling nonstop. That's that's amazing. Is this your does your uh, building um, permit animals? Uh, yeah. If we wanted them, cats, dogs, whatever. But this is a house. Like a homeowner next to us, because we I live in a split level home. Yeah. And so yeah, that's a homeowner next to us, and so they can have whatever they want, and their dogs are just going ham. Like there's one dog I think, and I don't know what I'm finna Steven Seagal that dog. Dude, you need to do this right. Hey dog, look up. (laughs) What you need to do is you need to get all those GameStop discs right. Like (laughs) take a take a knife. Like put very fine ridges in the edge, and then Zena chakra on them bitches, dude. Just fucking let it rain down, <laughs> let it rain down. <laughs> game this, just give them the Zena yell one time. You know, yeah, that'd be tight, dude. I'm just, or, I'm just that'd be like some uh, Revolution X type stuff, man. I'm shooting discs right. at people, dude. That's a Zena, bro. You gotta let it go. Let it rain down on them canines one time. Cause you know, let like, it rip, them, bro. Let, <laughs> let it rip, Beyblade. <laughs> that was your jam, don't lie. Beyblade? Nah, I never got into yeah. that. Nah, I never got into that. That's not my. That's not my thing. That's not my thing. I'm Honey still on the spitting ass. Whoa. Yeah. I'm still on the 151 Pokemon. So that's how far back I am in life. Alright, so uh, have they just ruined Pokemon or, or is it done? No, they're still doing their thing. Apparently, I'm just not caught up with it. it, it last one I played was trash. There were like 400 of these bitches and it, it didn't even have the same feel no more. I don't know if I'm just being a bitter old man, but it's like you don't have uh, your badges are just like thrown in your backpack. There were no badges. 
uh, no gym battles really that progressed the story. It was like just like based on like an exploratory crystal system or whatever. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I want to go out and I want to piece these gym battle views out, man. I'm trying to slide them. They're like, nah, it's not like that no more. I, it's like it's like they're moving away from anything that could be considered like problematic or violent is what it seems like. And in the ba- in the grass battles. They can have enough ask, Pokemon help them. Let me ask you something quick. Did Ash ever, like, legit win a battle for a badge? Like, I feel like he's just helped people along the way on some Jesus-type shit. I was like, <laughs> let me help you, my son, in exchange for it. Like, or they're not even, like, some Jesus shit. Like, he, like, conned people into giving him, I'll help you quick, but you got to give me a gym badge. <laughs> <laughs> The gleam in his eye. Ding! Nah, I think it's like the little monkey that's, that's fucking walking around asking for ch- uh, change in a jar. Like that's a Pikachu is. And the ass Ash is the one that's collecting all the money. Yeah, and the gym badges. That's an amazing theory that you got. I mean, yeah, he he did finesse a few gym leaders. <laughs> 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 he was finessing the badges. <laughs> he was for that the badges. Like they would always give him something on technicality. Like you lost. Like I beat your Pikachu's ass, dude. But I scraped his ass. But you got heart. So here you go, Thunder Badge, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> bro, like he, like Pikachu got rocked by like Brock and Misty both. And then like, here you go. Here's a gym badge. Like, and then we're gonna go along with you in life. Like what? Well, so you're gonna retire from the gym game. He won a technicality with Brock. Like, sprinklers went off. So he actually did win. And Misty, they never finished their battle, but they helped the fin- You know what? Team Rocket in on this scam. They seem to always help this dude's story progress. Like, this dude can't get past They're the leader. Yeah, they padded him hard, man. They saw them numbers. Like, them rookie numbers, man. You got to get them numbers up. And they, can't, and they always try to, like, steal a Pokemon that's important or whatever the special feature is. And then Ash would just come in at the last minute and help, and then he get a badge off of that. Yeah. And then he do all this work and give his Pokemon away. Like this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody need to be like, yo, I don't. Why are you out here, bro? To catch them all? Why you keep giving them away, then, yo? Huh? Yeah. Look at your look at your box. Huh? Oh, look at yeah, 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 no Pokemon. He pawned off Pikachu like once, and Pikachu was like, "Are you blind? Like you're fucking up a good thing right now, bro." Like, yeah, I got you, man. I'm special, man. And whatever happened to Pikachu being a rare Pikachu? Like they never messed with that. I think he's rare just because he doesn't doesn't evolve. Yeah, but he's not like it used to be that he was just he was strong that he was a rare ass Pikachu, and as it went on. It, they introduced more Pokemon, it became just like an explorative, you know, because it originally was called the Pikachu Project, right? So it was mm-hmm. a Pokemon. And now it seems like it's just like an exploratory uh, whatever we come across, that's like the the highlight of the episode, like Magikarp this episode, and then I don't even know what the names are, Quinn Flick Flick, Quinn Flick Flick with eight arms throws through and <laughs> Messes up people. He get, did he give away his Charizard? He did give away his fucking Charizard. He gave away his Lapras, his Charizard, his Snorlax, all his rare Pokemans. Yeah. Why? What are you out here doing? You kept the Tauros? You kept all the Tauros, son? 
Nah, man, I'm glad. I'm glad Oak is peace, not your mom. I'm glad you deserve that. Oak putting it in. Wait, what? Oak is Oak is snuffing. Yeah, bro. Newer, the newer. I, I think it was Indigo What is it? I forgot what which one it was, but uh, Professor Oak was at the house and was about to break like the relationship, and then she pushed him out of the way and started like being like with the embarrassed face. Oak back there, son. It's probably his real father. For all we know, but he just been living across the street with a different family. Gary Oak, that's why Gary Oak hate him, bro. Gary Oak hate him because he knows he's his brother. He stepped out on him. <laughs> <laughs> I never put this together until now. Oak is <laughs> Oak's Ash's father, man. That's crazy. I don't think that's the daddy. I think that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, my like like Ash's dad hasn't been around in years. Yeah, well, my wife hasn't been around in years. You want to come over for some pie? I can talk Pokemon. No, dude. No, nah, look at all right. Just just Google images. Oak's face and Ash, bro. <laughs> Are you really gonna no, make me Maury test Ash and Professor Oak? Yo, this dude's his dad. <laughs> He lived in uh, another house. He lived in another house while they while the, they figured it out. That's messed up. That's funny, actually. Oh, dude, that's funny. Oh, Maury test that man. That's it. oh man, that's bogus. And he get and he gave him that like defective ass Pikachu. <laughs> we find out Ash's life is like a giant Truman show. You know, that's actually one of the Pokemon theories, though. One of the Pokemon theories is that he is knocked out and he's in a coma uh, from when he first uh, faced all those heroes and they jacked him up. And then right when the coma starts, right when he saw Ho-Oh in the original uh, pilot. Okay. I mean, I, I put no credit to that. But it would actually make sense since he's fucking still 10. This motherfucker don't grow up. He got the secret really sauce. Brock and, and Misty are still the same age too, though. So like, black don't crack. I don't know if it's black. That's that. That's that. That's that. That's that Jack. I don't know. But like, but he, he, a lot of people don't age, man. Like Goku's still the same age. Krillin. I mean, nah, they they aged him. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. He did. Have they they aged him, but how they dealt how they dealt with it is they said that they until they reached eighty to hundred, they don't. Uh, they're still in their youth until 80 to 100. So they, they actually dealt with it. Yeah, they they actually dealt with it. This this fucking show's been out, what, since 97? We're years in now. Is that two decades? And this motherfucker ain't advanced nothing? Yeah, 21 years. Nah, this dude need to... Uh, this this dude need... They need, uh, they need to age this dude. This dude, now it's looking weird. And he need to get with Misty. And he needed. But I mean, and he needed to get. He needed to get up. Get up with Misty real nice, bro. Is that just animation theory? Cause like Family Guy. Well, no, cause Bonnie did. But it took her nine years for her to finally lose the kid. Yeah, and Stewie's a bit. I mean, but anime has always taken itself like a little bit more. Like how they handle time skips has always been treated like with a little bit more care. It's never been like. I think the, the problem is, is this was intended to be a kid show and it stole everyone's hearts 
but it's still a kid's show. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why you never see uh, uh, Misty, you know, <laughs> never get her, her getting her club shot up by, by Ash here, even though that was his, that was a long lost love. You never see any adult themes, and he's always 10. But I don't understand why they can't make him, like, an older dude and introduce, like, a new kid. You know, like, I, there, there are a million ploys that animation uses to, like, keep it relevant to kids. Uh, Dragon Ball Z brought Gohan in. And as he was growing, he was, like, the way that kids could attach to it. But you still had Goku serving up them pies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, I agree. And they, they age him weird, though, man. Like, like Naruto started at, like, like seven? And then, like, yeah. that major battle, they was only, like, 16. Yeah, man, they be having, they all muscle and define, making you feel shitty about yourself. So he has, like, a family at, like, 21, and he's considered an old man. Is it 21? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's not that old, though. Like, if you think about it realistically. Yeah, see, I don't, the the only thing I, Raya won't watch Baruto and, like, with the Naruto thing, and this just goes back with the age thing, is, like the the climax and the battle it hasn't even been over that long. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like like, like they, they, they was like, Oh, battle's over. What's up, uh Hinata? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And then also <laughs> his kid's born and then like I'm saying like like what the fuck? He has to be like twenty three, twenty four, running a village. And then yeah. they're like, You old man and he's like, What? Like that's what I mean. Like that is so, cause that is so weird. I just don't like how they built up. Like the Ninja War before that was like generations ago, right? And mm-hmm. now, like Naruto just won, and now we're on the Baruto and all this shit. So it's like peace lasted like two minutes. All that work he did, and they still beefing. Everybody still beefing. Like nah, nothing, nothing was nothing was son, man. We we good. About the we throwing hands out, we throwing ninja hands out here in the field already. Like ten years yeah. after you just solved the shit, we still throwing ninja hands. Because man, that's just the way of life, son. Like, like yeah, there's truces and gang banging, but eventually I'm gonna smoke you. Like, <laughs> damn man, I didn't know. I'm just saying, like that's what. Like, how many times have Bloods and Cribs gotten to like uh uh? Uh, a fucking unity thing where they tied the flags together and blood and crypt walked together. But then, like next week, the rowing forties crypts have shot the. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the the in and out gang uh, bloods. Like, whoa. I mean, you're right. But, burger. but we're talking. I mean, but we're talking animation. Like, you invest that much in the story, you kind of want a happily ever after, especially since with a character that lost so much. Like, half the appeal. And Naruto was he like lost everything. I mean, and he, gained, uh, and he worked for it back, and then to like pretty much already, son hates him. There's already problems. People are getting killed and fucking beat up. And it's like, damn, dude, how the fuck is Orochimaru just accepted in this village already? He's did no, did uh, no one forget when he fought. He killed your Hokage, bro. He killed Sasuke too. He, Sasuke yeah, he was... kidnapped your boy. And corrupted his ass. Yeah. Nah, Sasuke's he's not cool. about to roll back in this village. But like, if you think about it though, like he fought for the good of good of you know, 
Gooder good? Greater good? Greater, greater good. good. There you go. Greater they good. have a greater good. <laughs> gooder good? That's kind of cool. The gooder good. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, you know, they gave they forgave Sasuke and Orochimaru because they're like, well, you, you kind of messed up our village, but there's one guy who's trying to murk all villages, so we got to okay. give you a pass. You're but this it. dude was all right. Sasuke legit killed like what one, two people. He killed one dude who can be considered evil, can be considered a good guy or evil. Donzo. Yeah. Uh, and and his time elapsed is like two and a half years that he went AWOL, but everyone can understand because they directly murdered his clan, or was responsible for his clan being murdered, and yeah. like his brother being. So you can understand that one. Orochimaru yeah. legitimately woke up one day, said, I want to be immortal. Started kidnapping motherfuckers, doing experiments on people, like, pieced out a bunch of characters, and then killed the Hokage. But then, like... And then kidnapped this motherfucker. Nah. You also forgot, like- though, the Hokage, like, allowed him to do it and was like, alright, bro, like, we gave you a couple, but now you're just getting out of hand. You really gotta stop. And Orochimaru was like, well... I really don't like that y'all are trying to stop my research because I'm really trying to do this for y'all niggas. But if y'all want to keep doing this, like, fine. I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to work on my own. I don't need y'all. I'm out. So, like, can you really blame him? Yeah. Dude, been a bitch. You, you would still, like, you would still say don't come back. To Orochimaru? Yeah. After he kidnapped people in the village and experiments on them, used that one lady snake shit, re- reinvented a body, uh, yeah, corrupted the the uh, the the dude who uses medical ninjutsu. I can't I can't remember his name. Is Kabuto? Yeah, he uh, was dope. He was dope, but all of them, and like even Kabuto, when uh, he he used the Sharingan on him, put him in that infinite time loop. The only way he could break his like thing is saying that you followed a man's goals that didn't have his goals worked out. So no, Orojumaru is a fucking mess. If anything, that's mental health issues. The fact that he can just switch back and forth and doesn't really find a problem with murder or research or fucked up ass research. And you letting them in the village with your kids? Nah. Change your heart. Nah, ain't no change of heart, man. Change these hands. <laughs> Put your paws up. Put your Legendary right son now. in his back, man. And he probably yeah. they probably ran his ones, man. It was like, all right, all right, I'll take him, I'll take him. What up? What up? I mean, besides Jiraiya, because he's gone, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Tsunade, what's up? Run my fate, we'll fight. You know what I'm saying? Kakashi, what up? Run my fate, we'll fight. <laughs> in black terms, that's we'll fight one on one. Shoot the fair one, Kakashi. Shoot the yeah. barrel. <laughs> and and run my ones is one on one. You can't you can't have Sonate and Kakashi jumping in on me because that ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to redeem myself as a person. So one on one is 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 fair. You know, oh, once Sonate beats me up, then Kakashi can jump in, and I I have to take it no matter ain't where I'm at in life. Ain't none of this dude. No, this dude this dude should be living outside the village. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't be letting this motherfucker in. This dude this dude wrecked my whole childhood. My whole. I mean, Childhood. I don't think he, he's is he living in the village though. And uh, they let what's his name live in the village, and that dude's dark. The dude that uh uh he had the eye covered up. Can't remember his name, but he was the one that uh worked with uh uh I forget his name now too. But the dude that paints. Um, 
What the fuck you talking about, man? The uh, Ambu Ops. Ambu Ops and the dude with the eye. Um, oh, he, like a Don's bandage Don's around his eye. Yeah. Don's all the one that Sasuke pieced out. Yeah. Yeah, but he can be considered, uh, he can actually be considered a patriot and considered a villain. He is a much more developed character than even Orochimaru could play. Orochimaru, it feels like they wrote him as the end-all, be-all villain. And then, uh, like, the artist, the original the original manga artist started having a change of heart. Because what about Gara? What about, he, like, his whole life was shit. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, they just take the same aspect as Gara and apply it to Orochimaru. Yeah, yeah. keeping the same energy. Orochimaru doesn't have the same ins- like uh, inspiration or the same reason. Like he literally wanted immortality and is forever curious, and it led him to some dark shit. And everybody was like, "Stop doing that dark shit." He was like, "Fuck y'all!" And then he started fucking shit up. Like that's <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't understand. Threw a baby tantrum. That's all it is, man. Like yeah, teenagers like, run away. They realize they made a mistake. Remember when he socked Sasuke up like that? That, that child abuse that that dude put that dude through. You you that that infamous scene that even Boondocks mimicked, where he punched that dude in the face, caved his face in, kneed him, and then gave him a two piece, followed up with a two piece, a kid. <laughs> and then he bit his ass and gave him the dark mark. Like he gave this dude ninja ninja AIDS, man. Like it's this dude's a diabolical monster. But I mean, nah, because yeah, of that though, Sasuke's back in the village, and now like he's a monster for the greater good. So, nah, that would have pieced him out. If I was Sasuke, I still I would have went to Orochimaru like, man, you just steal my body. So Orochimaru been like, yo, man, that was years ago. I'm like, uh, uh. Well, Sasuke did kill him. Yeah, allegedly, he, he sealed him. Or it wasn't even him that sealed him. It was fucking his bro. The uh, well, he marked that body, yes, but he did kill him like quickly. He's like, I ain't playing with you, and then gave him that uh, write off for quite some time. I think yeah. it was the rest of the show. You ain't see Rochimaru, so yeah, he, he gave him a send off. Well, no, he gave him a send off once, but Rochimaru was still in him. And then when he fought his brother, Rochimaru was just kind of hate uh, hanging around, and then try to come out, and then. Uh, uh, Tachi had that sort of sealing and put him away. Put him away for mm-hmm. good. Sealed him up. Took that snake. Took him out. Yep. Speaking of, speaking of animation, have you seen Ninja Batman? Um, I've seen a trailer for it. I don't think it's officially out yet. Um, yeah, is it out? Yeah, it's out. Crap. I am feeling really bad about life right now. No, you're fine. It's okay. Because IGN gave it a 9.7. Like I said, it was a, a near-perfect uh, an, um, animation movie. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of, um, I believe it's the same animators that made Under Red Hood and the old DC cartoons and everything nope, it's else. Nope, but... it's different. Oh. It's a cell-shaded... Uh, you know how Borderlands looks? Yeah. It's that animation style. Okay. So that yeah. So I yeah, I like the the especially the new Batman movies, uh, the new DC movies I should say, considering that Death of Superman's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like what they've done with it. I miss Kevin Conroy's voice as the Batman. I really wish they would have got him, but the new Batman voice is pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. But despite that, it has like nine point seven, and everybody loves um, Ninja Batman. Trash. Straight trash, bro. Oh, Dang. dude, 
Huh? Sounding like because it's popular, blah blah blah. No, dude, it's garbage, dude. Like it's like if you look beneath the surface, everyone's in agreement that this is it's it is literally if DC had a stoner division. There's literally like uh, monkeys that make a big warrior, a big warrior. There's uh, the bat god and a bunch of bats come together to make a bat god and giant robots who are like. In feudal Japan, bro. <laughs> they're just like, they're just fighting. It's, it's Beyblade Batman style. Everything good about Batman. Alright, so... Essentially in this movie, uh, in the very beginning, Batman is trying to stop Gorilla Grodd. You only see Batman there, and Gorilla Grodd's new invention kind of goes off, and he's sent through time. He's sent to mm-hmm. feudal Japan, where he uh, finds out that the the master warlord pretty much is warlord joker and harley quinn through that he finds out like every hero was somehow there that night two-faced penguin poison ivy they're all like downstairs catwoman was there the batmobile came to didn't explain none of it they just showed up uh he goes back to the past and without giving too many spoilers it just keeps going more and more off the rails uh, till it becomes like a Zoids um, PG movie um, Batman. There are some parts that get dark uh, because Robin, Red Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood are also there Whoa. somehow. Yes. Uh, when it comes to Red Hood, there's a little... Few, a few darker aspects of the movie and the very end showdown between Joker and the Batman which I, I don't think that's actually a spoiler because everyone can pretty much figure that that's what's going to happen um, that is great that is like where the movie redeemed itself in the last 10 minutes but other than that if you're an animation fan do not set your expectations too high I was laughing like I, I was there in the middle of it. I was like, I was like, come on, because the DC movies are always so like dark tone and uh, like uh, pillars of animation kind of thing. Like that's okay. what the DC animated movies have become: Crisis on Two mm-hmm. Earth, uh, the Batman Superman Apocalypse. Um, the list goes on and on. They're they're all like these modern marvels at animation and voice acting, where you're like, damn, this is great. This could be like uh, this could be a live action movie with this story. This one was literally it was Pokemon, Beyblade, Zoid, and Batman thrown together in like a, a weird story, and it only got like it only got intense and showed like the duality of the Batman and Joker and their parasitic relationship um, right towards the end. Like then it started being old Batman again, and then you watch this fight scene, which is amazing, and you're like, this is great. But that was it. That's fair. So, even though it's got a high rating, you don't like it. That really, that bums me out. Did you like um, Under the Red Hood and... Oh, yeah. Under the Red Hood, uh, all the new movies, like like uh, <sighs> the Dark Knight, Batman Dark that has, like, Constantine and the, with some, the magic chick. Um, the new animation style, the the newest one that shows them getting with the Justice League, where they've kind okay. of changed the voice actors and they've changed the 
they've changed the models of all the heroes to like more accurate. Like Superman's like straight cock diesel. Batman actually has like a a mask that kind of covers his maw. Like it's it's pro. I'm liking it. But like yeah, like, that is. Let me actually look that up. Words like alternate universe. It's that, that um, the the movies have kind of taken on a different role. They have got different avatars. Uh, uh, so starts off with have you uh, Batman the Killing Joke? Awesome. Yeah, uh, I do like that. Uh, Batman I just, the Gotham Knight. Longer. Yeah, fair enough. But that was Kevin Conroy's voice, which I I really like. Uh, Batman Gotham Knight was the one with the six shorts. Um, Evan also has Kevin Conroy's voice. If you're if you're wondering what I mean when I say Kevin Conroy's voice, the 1996 animated series, that was Kevin Conroy's voice, and as well as in the um, the Asylum games. Uh, that's uh, Kevin Conroy, who has pretty much become Batman. If you think about his voice, um, same thing with Batman Under the Red Hood. That was uh, Kevin Conroy, but that was one of the last few that had that avatar, like how Batman looks. If you go to, like, the Batman um, Assault on, the new one that came out in 2014, Assault on Arkham, that pretty much has Suicide Squad. and Batman that one. Right. That new Son of Batman, um, Batman vs. Robin, uh, all those have, like, the newest avatar of what Batman looks like. Justice League Dark is the one I was talking about that has Constantine. Um, and all the all Sandman and all the people who were the dark DC heroes, which uh, I personally loved because it wasn't like you don't have Superman's optimism always dosing out Batman's like realism. Hmm. So uh, the, the way they're going, um, Crisis on Two Earths is obviously one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, check out DC Batman movies or check out Superman Batman Public Enemies. That was really good. Oh my goodness. Or Flashpoint. Or Doom. Oh my god, it goes on and on. Batman Year One. Whew. I think they took that off of Netflix. It's not gone. But yeah, check out all these Batman movies. Um, they're all fucking fantastic. You can even go yeah, back to sure. Batman Phantasm. You remember that one? Back I in like the nineties. Oh, it was, it was so great. Uh even the the Dark Knight Returns, the graphic novel, um um iterations the the, the animated versions of that are all great. All those are on this top tier godly 9 to 10 level. Batman Ninja. Ah. That was low. That was like Brave and the Bold Batman low. That was that was not a uh, no. 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 <laughs> That's fair. I I still want to go see it regardless. No, yeah, see it, see it. I mean, I uh, any any medium that's like in artistic direction, I still say see it. I'm just saying the only reason I'm disappointed is because my expectations were so high because everyone said it was cool. Mm. I feel when people give it like a, a more grounded critique, I feel like I either go into it and I'm not disappointed or I go into it and I love it because my I'm not expecting a uh, knock out of the park. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you get you can suggest the Dark Knight as a movie, and you can be pretty certain that no one's going to be disappointed, though, right? If you start going into like uh, Superman Returns, 
if you start it low. Like, yeah, it was all right, but the dude lifts a whole island of kryptonite, so that's kind of weird. People are going to be like, oh, I'm not going to expect much. But then you go and see Superman Returns and be like me, where you're like, this wasn't really like a bad movie. It's a it's a weird take on Superman, but it's not it's not a bad movie. It's just I thought it Superman. was pretty bad. I, the the take was really weird to me. It was a different take, like, but it was like it was dude right. just floating in the middle of the river, like using his X-ray vision to stare at his kid. I think that was a bit yeah. weird. I thought that him having a kid. I mean, there, he does have a kid in the comics, Superboy, but um, it, I don't think it was that soon in the timeline, so it made it a bit weird. No, but it's a continuation of the Reeves, though. Like, uh, that's why I don't get... Like, Man of Steel, which I think is the best comic book movie, one of the best comic book movies ever. Because Man of Steel, I think, is a masterpiece, and I think Snyder in the future will get praise for Man of Steel and BVS way later on. Just how it was shot, cinematics, and dialogue. Uh, Mm -hmm. But everyone hated it because it wasn't Christopher Reeves, and it wasn't a fun adventure. Like, though I read the... Um, Rotten Tomatoes reviews and the IMDb reviews. That is a common theme. It was too serious. It wasn't Christopher Reeves uh, and all this. Superman Returns gave you a lighter story with Christopher Reeves and Superman being all-powerful. And people hated it. So I don't know what the critique is. Like I, I, think, I think when it comes to Superman, everyone just hates what Superman is. Like He's too strong. Mm-hmm. And I think that manifests itself as like random hate, like random like weird hate. Because if you if you look at all the stuff he got to do during the Christopher Reeve movies, like turn back time by spinning around the globe, you try to pull that plot stunt now, you're gonna get fucking, you're gonna get a hardcore exit out that theater. No one's gonna be like, no, the Superman just turned back the globe. What does that mean? Because the globe rotates around the sun and is always moving. Does that mean that he was flying really fast around the earth while moving forward really fast? What the fuck just happened? No one knows. But you didn't ask those type of questions back then. Suddenly now we get that the new that in Superman Returns you got that new Superman for a while. All of a sudden everyone's a hardcore critic of what Superman's powers are. It's like you gotta keep that same energy all through the series. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I I mean I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I never really dug Superman, to be honest. So, See, that's, <laughs> I was more, that's honesty. That's what I, I would prefer. Marvel. I'm more Marvel. I mean, I do like Batman. I do like some DC people, but I'm more Marvel. I grew up Marvel, like X Men, Spider Man. Um, and so, Superman is a little bit weird to me. It's kind of lame. Can't do, I can't do Marvel. I can't. I can't do Marvel. Really? I prefer Marvel more than DC. I prefer uh, DC. I grew up on the Batman animated series because it was on WB. And then I really did like Spider-Man. Um, but Spider-Man has... Spider-Man, like someone famously said, uh, belongs, I think, in DC. Like, his character, he's dealing with pain, loss, and regret and trying to manage a, 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 a like basic life. And it wasn't until he got with the Avengers in the comic books that he was considered like this larger, like how strong Spider-Man really is type stuff. But when it's just him solo, it's him dealing with like doc, like other mad scientists and like, uh, 
all that weird kind of shit. But it's always faced with this responsibility backdrop and this darker tone of managing his girlfriend and getting people hurt that he's involved in and wanting to be a loner on purpose and not having friends. Those are DC storylines. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, feel, I feel like the ones that are popular in, the, in Marvel are the ones I can't really get behind, like Deadpool, where it's just insanity and jokes. Um, the last person I could get behind was Wolverine, and then as soon as Deadpool became a fan favorite, they kind of like did Wolverine dirty. Uh, other than that, Marvel has just been like a really inconsistent storyline for me. And it just seems like there's always a reboot. DC's catching up. DC is rebooting as much as Marvel is these days. But as far as Marvel was, it was always like if they wrote themselves into a corner, reboot. Wrote ourselves into another corner, reboot. That didn't happen. That was a different storyline. That's like that dude's take on it. But DC's doing the same thing now, so I guess that's not really a whatever. But I've always liked harsher, darker tones that you can have a joke, but the same thing I probably have with the Marvel movies. The joke can't be like the whole fucking thing. Like, I can't take it. Well, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 couldn't be part of the universe like with their timelines or like with the way they're setting up their movies. So I get that reboot and that's fine. I mean, it it was well-deserved anyway and much better. Um, I just oh, think... We're talking about I mean, movies. They, they, actually, yeah, they actually did it three times. <laughs> what was it? Tobey Maguire, the Andrew Garfield guy, and Homecoming and then, Kid. So. Yeah, and then the Homecoming Kid, um, which he's a way better Spider-Man. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, Tom, Tom Holland's a goat. No, Tobey Maguire's a goat, but Tom, Tom Holland's second. Tobey Maguire was not. He was the goat. He was, he was, yeah, he was the goat. He was the LeBron Spider-Man's bro. Okay, he was a good Spider-Man, but the, I guess just everything else around Spider-Man was kind of garbage. I can I can agree with that. I I really I have a thing for Kirsten Dunst too. So I I personally just didn't like one, two, and three. I I didn't I didn't like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I watched it; it was entertaining, but I didn't like him. That Green Goblin fight was classic, dude. And that's like what set off the superhero. Like you gotta have respect for one. Like, because they were making superhero movies in Marvel, but they weren't catching like that. Then Spider-Man came out, and then that's when, like, everyone was looking forward to the sequel. Then 2 came out, and everyone was looking forward to the third. Then we won't talk about Spider-Man 3. But it did set in motion, like, the infatuation with Marvel movies. I watched all three. I'm not going to lie. And in theaters. So, like, it did catch my attention. But, But at the end of the day, I'm just like, these are kind of booty. It's like Spawn. I, I I grew up like Spawn was dope, and I I felt it all the way until I watched it like a few years ago, and I'm like, yeah, but you can't. You you have to take it at your original viewing though. Like that's what I'm I'm saying. That's why I don't go by critics now because critics have the ability of like hindsight and the internet, and like no one's thinking about like watching it. You you ever see somebody who is Instagramming the, the movie as they're walking out? I got a million friends like this. They'll, like, text or Instagram their thoughts on the movie, like, right when they're walking out of the theater. I'm like, when it comes to art, I can't fully digest all the nuances that quickly. So when someone gives me a review two seconds after they saw it or they have these super hypercritical uh, um, points, but in the case of, like, the Superman Christopher Reeves, 
before they let that slide based on the error of a movie. I, I just don't, I think you just got to take it as an entirety. How Spawn made you feel when you saw it as a kid, when you didn't have like all these expectations or, or this, this model of critique that's become popular and you thought it was dope. I think you have to stick with that one versus your new, your new one. It doesn't, it doesn't age well is what you're saying. Yeah. We'll put it like that. It doesn't age well. But, but that doesn't change the fact that when you first saw it, it was fucking dope. First time I saw Phantom, Billy Blanks in a purple suit, I thought it was dope. And I'm a carry that. I mean, sure, if I watched it now, it'd be the it'd be shit. So would Dick Tracy. But when I saw them, like those feelings are genuine. Like those, holy fuck, this is awesome. It's legit. <laughs> That's fair. I. Yeah. All right. So yes, they didn't age well. Um, and I guess I stick that way with with uh, Street Fighter too. That's another one that just didn't age Fighter. well. Jean Claude Van Damme, woo boy! <laughs> when I do flex that bicep of the American flag was stretching. Ah, oh, dude, that was that was money. <laughs> that was money. You don't remember that shit? And then when Chun Li broke out them cuffs. Oh boy. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to watch it again. They did write you dirty. They did write you dirty by making Guile like the dude. You could tell there was American influence in that one right there. Guile no. was. He's always been the dude. Ryu has no. been like cartoon series. Okay, Ryu's been that guy. Ryu's but I mean, always in the game, been the goat. In the game, you know that Guile was someone that you always had, ran with. Always. No, Ryu was Ryu and Ken were the. What are you talking about? Like. Ryu and Ken and Chun Li have always had precedence over fucking Guile, dude. What? You think so? What game were you playing? So. I don't think so. Man, you were you running with E Honda and Guile, dude. You fucking whack ass rotation, bro. Get the, no, get not that. Guy. not E Honda. Guile was in my rotation. He was in my rotation. I was a beast with him. Um, Ryu Guy was. Right. Ken was. Right by Ryu, bro. And believe it or not, Balrog. I'm with you on the Balrog. That dude fucking... That dude rocks. I'm, dude, I'm with you with the Balrog. Fucking Rush Punch, man. That shit, shit is money. And Vega. That would be my five. Fuck Vega, that a five. Vega, was Vega was the, the my cheapest. Five. Next to Ken. Ken I can pass because the rivalry between Ryu players and Ken players will always be a thing, even though Ken technically wins because of the frame rate debate. But... Vega, though. That dude was the cheapest motherfucker... He's the cheapest motherfucker. I hated fighting that dude. I hated fighting that dude. I mean, him and Bison. Bravo, bravo to Bison. Can we, do you have do you have an applause on the soundboard or anything like that? Uh, no. I wish I did. You um, fuck. Actually, hang on. There might need, be something here. We need some celebration. We need some <laughs> celebration for this one right now. Uh, we'll do this. Yeah. That's for you. That's the, whatever that was. That was for you, Bison, for being like the first character I hated. I hated you. I hated you like you were a physical person. Yeah. And I just. Ooh, ooh, those motherfuckers who made who made that fucking Bison. Ooh, I want to kill. I want to kill them. My cousin is a uh, long range attack type of person. He'll stand back and blast you if he could, or awesome. if he was in Bison, just slide trip, slide trip, slide trip. Slide oh trip, my God. slide trip, slide trip, oh slide trip, God. slide trip. Spamming. 
Spam ass spammer, dude. Get out of here, man. Y'all ain't, ain't no real fighters. Slide trip. Slide trip. It's in Slide the trip. game. Why can't I? You, you get out of here. You spamming ass. You know what this is. You know what this is. But let's, let's hit a quick uh, other commercial. Uh, I heard you had a word. Uh, I just wanted to spread the word about FML Solutions. Alex is going to take over and let y'all know about it. But be sure to check them out, FML Solutions, Inc. Search them on Facebook. Uh, get your hunting deer stands today. Supply is really, really limited, guys. Uh, it's getting there. Also, I believe uh, September is turkey hunting season, if I remember correctly. But if not, just go out there, get your practice on, work it. Then when it comes time to it, get ready to use it. But check out Alex here, FML Solutions, and we'll cut to our second commercial break. And then we'll talk, uh, what, PS Vita? Is that what's next and how they're uh, closing down shop in Europe and America? Yeah, we got we got some consumer news for the people. We'll, we'll get it in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, FML Solutions, Inc., go ahead and check them out. We'll be back. Peace. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams, every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you deal. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like time. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with you. But I take a breath. Regain my pocket. Check my feet when I'm walking to see if it ain't. I've seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sort of clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Enut. Enut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like, I actually, I, I'm, I'm, and I took an Alpha Brain, and I never do. I, I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh, my Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. 
what's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plate. What is? He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. Okay, I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all. With your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, boxing, puppets, Chef, Survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles in track and field. All right, maybe not that one. But from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. Hey, now I can say my name, but say my name, but your bitch already knows it. Knows it. Got no problem spending paper. paper. I got it, so I blow it. Hey, Shawty, what's your name? Put your number in my sidekick. Captain of the spaceship, you fucking with the pilot. Take you on a ride, well, I can give her mileage. Plus, I live the starlight. Won't you come and try it? Say I'm wrong, I can do that pussy right. You in another time zone. I can be there by tonight, by tonight that I can light Couple bottles of Patron Do some things tonight, no problem, cause we grown So I'ma pass go And if you feel the way I feel Then let's quit talking about it, shouting let's go Do you like it fast, slow? Say she got a need for speed If I can drive, then I'm gon' need a crash cause Oh, so I threw it on a shawty, threw it back All that freaky shit you doing to me, I'ma do it back Fanta, Fanta, Panda, Panda, Fanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a sidekick? Do I have a sidekick? Did you have a sidekick? Like T like Mobile sidekick? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those. I had the sidekick three that uh, you always held sideways and then you whip your thumb down, like downwards, and then the screen would swivel up. I, I remember that. I also had an Ogo, too. Didn't have any way to call anyone but it was like a two-way <sighs> good oh, times cool. man that's dead technology speaking of nearly dead technology market news sony in production of physical vita games it's almost over everyone saw this coming everyone saw this coming you ever have a vita yeah. no um my homie did though i got mine right here bro i'm touching it just right now Listen to this. He had uh, <laughs> he had the uh, Boondocks on there, and then he had his games, and yeah, it was really amazing though to play like Dragon Ball Z on that thing. It is ama- It is an amazing piece of technology with the touchscreen and the motion thing. Like it was really good I, for handheld. Not even was like I still think it holds up compared to like uh, DS, but DS obviously won that battle. They killed them. Um. But uh, it, for me, it's been a big staple for JRPGs and, like, all these weird niche titles. Like, um, if you want to do, like, uh, Dragon Quest or, like, old PS1 classic games, you can download them on there and play Sword Art Online. Uh, all these things that just, like, when I can't get back with a girlfriend and, like, a social life, you can't really... When, for some reason, when you play games, it's looked at as you're ignoring something. So Vita, yeah. 
or a, hand, a, a handheld was a great way to bridge that gap. And the Vita was like not only a handheld, it's like a whole mobile platform. It has like the 3G in it. It's got um, touchscreen everything, like the back of it, people don't know, uh, serves as buttons, as well as the front, oh, yeah, as well as the joystick. Yeah, uh, it was a capable of uh, remote play with your PS4, which I still use to this day when I'm upstairs and I am doing grinding stuff on any game. If it's just like I just need to walk around and like grind shit, I'll remote play it to my Vita and just do it up, you know, do it upstairs. Um, and in that regard, like the R3 and L3 buttons where you you think, where are those located? They're on like the back this back mesh material on the back of it is pretty much sensitive to touch to uh, had net, had all your apps like Netflix and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So I used it as an MP3 for a really long time. I just had it in my pocket uh, until the battery life kind of got short because I've had it for so long. This is original. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm sad. This hurts me. I mean, it's only the end of physical games, but you can tell this is a sign of the end. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. You got any sad music for us, bro? Um, you got anything to give the Vita, a Vita a send off, man? Like, because we we know what's on the bend, bro. We know what's coming. The no, fuck? I can't are, you, I can't are we cheering this? You man, you traitor. I'm sorry. You traitor. Ah, uh, yeah, Vita. You're my dog, man. I had you in my pocket for so long when I mow the lawn and I needed to listen to something, you was there. And I would take a seat on the stoop, drink some lemonade, and play a game on you, laughing and shit. You know? Everyone saw it, thought I was like some kind of rich dude because they were like, what the hell is that that you're playing games on and you like surfing the web? I'm like, it's my PS Vita, bro. Still flourishing in Japan. North America, South America, you didn't know what you were fucking doing. They had no support. After the first year, no support. And then that Switch came out and killed it. Because now they're taking yeah. all those niche games now. Switch is taking all the niche games, all the JRPGs, bringing it home. So there ain't no place for the Vita no more. But I will always have a place on this earth. And that's in my heart. All right, cut, cut R. Kelly, man. I, I got to pee just listening to him. Okay. Get that dude out of here. Get, get that dude the fuck out of here, man. Oh, sex go here, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm sad. Uh, so this one uh, affects me. Uh, yeah, I'm just, like, looking at it physically right now. Like, man, this was this is solid. I keep saying was. Like, it's like it's someone dying, and you're just like, man, she was cool. Like, dude, she right here. Like, man, she was tight. But I said, you, do you have any parting words for the Vita? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't fuck with you guys, so I really don't know you guys that well, but, uh, you know, um, I'm sorry that you're closing down shop. Uh, you guys took Dreamcast away from me (laughs) and, um, may y'all rest in shit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I, I, you gonna blame Dreamcast downfall on the Vita? (laughs) (laughs) That shit was white from the slate. Nah, nah. I miss Power Stone. Dude. Dude. I miss Power Stone, man.
Oh man, that's that was rough. That was rough. Perfect uh, <laughs> got two, bro. Nah, I get it, but nah, you ain't put that on the Vita. They it ain't gonna wear them show. It ain't gonna wear that. Bro, right? dial up multiplayer. Dial up multiplayer. Uh, we, 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 Final Fantasy Eleven. They're fourteen. No, eleven. Dial up, bro. You got, you got. I was uh, trying to be on two K, son. Dreamcast. <laughs> Remember when you had the memory card with the with the mini games in it? Oh, where you had you pick your Madden plays on a little card because people was oh, peeking. No. Yeah, uh, no peeking no more. No peeking. Dial no up multiplayer. You can do all that on your phone now, bro. Like you living in the Z. You on that? That's why you like Kanye West. You on that nostalgia shit? Let that go. <laughs> None of that shit matters no more, bro. They got remote play games on your phone. Get the fuck out of here. What's your dream cast? Power Stone. Just do crazy. Uh, and other news, um, graphic cards from NVIDIA have a crazy price drop because NVIDIA just released new shit. They just released the flood of the market with them. Uh, the one that I actually want to SLI with, which is when you have two graphic cards on the same motherboard, it's uh, sharing the load of uh, producing graphics and power. Um, the one I want has actually dropped 60 bucks. Uh, wow. 100 bucks, I should say. Um, most of the standard 1080s have dropped several hundred dollars. Uh, 1080 Ti's are still in high demand. Um, and those are like over a grand around there. But for the most part, uh, you miners who have fucked the game up with your Ethereum rigs, we have a moment of reprieve. Um, it still has begged the question for most people in the computer market, how much does an actual GPU cost? Um, can be anywhere from like 100 to 200 so the markup is still kind of godly ridiculous. Gotta explain what GPU stands for sometimes. Uh, graphic processor unit? I can't remember, but it's your, it's your graphics card. Yes. Uh, but th- no one can actually sometimes. figure out why this market has skyrocketed the way it has. Like, I mean, we know that the Ethereum rigs and people have bought bought them at bulk so much that supply and demand, but supply and demand only goes so far. At we're we're at astronomical astronomical prices where all computer parts are just like rising, and I think it's only because you know uh, computers as a medium, as far as like gaming, they've uh, only grown in popularity. And I think it needs to stop. So this is a good, vo- a good move by NVIDIA. At least it shows some good faith. Uh, they still have released reports saying they expect uh, prices of GPUs to stay astronomically high till the end of the 2018 fiscal year. So don't expect them to go back to normal anytime soon, but at least we're on the right path. At least we're, we're almost there. My... Uh... Startup PC then is going to be less cheaper, which is really cool. Uh, there's ways of finding deals, um, especially since you live in a state with Micro Center. Um, it's really easy to get deals. Like if you go, if you compare your standard Newegg or like Best Buy to what we can get at Micro Center, because we're in a state that has one, um, it's not even close. So still be able to do it um but as far away when it comes to your graphics card and the quality of games that you can play yes that's where they 
Um, and that's where I think this price hike really hits home. I, I, I don't believe that it's completely supply and demand. I think it's the gaming market has taken over so many forms of media that they know it's popular to make games, especially since half of these games um, are optimized, aren't optimized too well. So they're, they're made to be a big drag on your GPU. So effectively lowering the life of your graphics card, but they don't really care. And I, I think that's mainly because gaming, it's just pretty much pump out as much as you can. So I think gaming has definitely had an influence on the, the rise of prices and how like stagnant they are and not, not dropping at all. I was stagnant was the wrong word. How they have, they, there's no immediate price drop in sight except for this couple of months we have here where they're everywhere so it's pretty much a coupon if you're going to get one now's the time buy the bitches up before the miners do because screw you and if you're a person who mines i hate you i hate you so much i'm glad your personal pockets are worth more than that of gaming as a whole selfish pricks <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got for market news, man. Um, we didn't mention that Dragon Ball Fighter Z is getting outsold by Tekken, which no, nah, we ain't gonna mention that. I'm still surprised Z by it. Z Fighter is the best. Z Fighter is the goat. Z Fighter is the goat. Tekken, sit your ass down. You got like a little bit going for you right now, but pff, Tekken, get the fuck out of here, man. You ain't been good since Tekken two. Tekken seven. Which is uh, currently out. Uh, sold 2.8 million copies uh, as of March 31st in the fiscal year. And uh, Fighter Z sold 2.5. Now, I did reviews. It looks like they're about the same um, as far as review wise. But however, we all know uh, Fighter Z is in our hearts. Um, Tekken, though, can't nobody mess with me with Harangue. I guess. I, I remember Law. I haven't played a Tekken game since Tag Tournament. Uh, I'm good with that. Law's my guy. Marshall, too. Uh, yeah, Marshall's dope. Lee, Law. Marshall, Law, Lee. Yeah, that was... Uh, they were good games. I mean, they were good when you had the, the standard PlayStation and the opening cinematics. I always remember, like, dude turning into the devil and trying to find out how to get the devil and all that kind of shit. I mean, those were good games, but um, I just think Tekken, I think Tekken's out of here, man. I don't know. I mean, obviously not. Obviously, I'm wrong. But in my personal view, I'm good. I'm good on that Tekken shit. Um, that sucks because I like Tekken. I'm sorry, man. I mean, you can play it. I'll, I'll watch you play it. I'll root you on. I want. I want. Who? Who is? Who is the character that when he like peace people out, it was the funniest shit to me. It was King, the dude with the leopard mask. When he got the when suplexing he... cats and people oh, yeah. like that, I'd be like, man, that is like the most I... satisfying kill. I hated that combo, though. It was really tough to A, get out of, and A, like, complete. The leg kick? No, like where you would, you would uh, uh, left punch, right punch, and then you would, like, turn them around. You would grab him and suplex him, and then you would flip over him, pick him up again, and then like do oh, like the, what's the called a belly flop. 
thing. Yeah, where you do like multiple suplexes, like three of them, but they cause like massive damage if you can do it. But it's just it's really frustrating. And then like once you're caught in it, you can't get out really. Yeah, no pe- people who got pieced out by like uh, King and who was the robot dude, Jack. Jack. I wasn't was, like, a Jack funny. player, but King was my guy. I really played with King a lot. Again, like my my top three is uh, Lee, Harang, and um, King. I w- I was okay with uh, Eddie until uh, he was cheap, and I didn't want to like get caught in that. Like, bro, you're Eddie. really good with him because he's cheap. But like Eddie, Eddie, Jen, and Yosemitsu, like everyone, like it's cheap, bro. It's yeah, Yosemitsu was he was a bit cheap though, especially once he got um, or not not well, yeah, Yosemitsu. But then um, uh, my cousin really knew how to play with him though. I. I fared up with him okay against King, but he was really good with him. Yeah, but I feel like everyone had their – I feel like old Tekken, I should say. I don't know. I haven't played since Tag Tournament. Old Tekken, I feel like it was kind of like Marvel vs. Capcom. Everyone was broken in their own way. Like if you had mm. like uh, Jin um, versus – who's his father? What's his name? Um, uh, his father is um, Kazuma? The original – Kazuma, yeah, the original, the original protagonist in the first one before like, they made him evil yeah. in the second one, uh, which I thought was a brilliant story move that you were playing with the protagonist in the first one, and then you find out his whole goal in the first one was some like diabolical shit, and you help with that, like that's that's dope. That was dope for PlayStation time back when PlayStation Underground was a thing. I remember reading the magazine uh, that like the you know they put thought into that, so that's 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 dope. But even like like them two, they're the the laser is cheap. Jin's fist are cheap. Hachi or whatever the grandfather's name is, his electric fist are cheap. Yoshimitsu had movement, and I feel when people can't deal with movement, they are they're automatically it's like you're garbage. I mean, yeah. you're garbage because you're a player. But and that's definitely sometimes the case that it is literally a broken character uh, can being like case in point but uh sometimes it's just like just because you can't deal with the movement of another player doesn't mean like it's bad it just means that you need to get your weight up true but yeah congratulations Tekken man (laughs) um I'm probably gonna go play that over some fighters right now no I'm kidding um I really damn <laughs> you gotta drop over some fighters, Z, just so you know that I picked up both and I put one down. Yeah, just be like, you know what? I tossed fighters Z out the window. Tekken Seven, let's go. <laughs> you can't play both, nah, nah. That's nah, like um, you can't play Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. You can't play those two, even though like they're two totally different games. Which like, I'll bring my Xbox over. I still have Naruto Ultimate Ninja Four. Then, like almost newest one. Oh, I haven't played that. That actually looks good. Let me go grab it. Uh, I I got it like Christmas, so whenever that one is. Um, yeah, Ultimate Ninja Four. That's when you get to fight with the big. They're big transformations, right? Yep. Yeah, that looked good. Look Gucci, but I I just never got it. Hmm. It's not bad. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it, bro. It's not bad, but yeah, it's it's fun. I'll bring my Xbox over. Um, it, hopefully, it don't disintegrate as walking into your home. But you know, 
you know, we, we, we accept all games here, but we're going to clown that Xbox, though. Let it make one noise I don't agree with. It's going to be like, look at this bitch. Quacking ass Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got I mean, you know, hop out your seat, get real close and personal with the Xbox. Like, look at this stupid. Son. Put the hand out. Look at your design, you motherfucking flavor and foul yeah, oh, oh, goddamn oh, piece of technology. Too close. Accidentally turn loading? the Xbox off. <laughs> <laughs> Is it loading, bro? Oh no, nah, I gotta flame you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> forget you, man. Forget nah, you. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. This is how this is how it is. So, any plans you got coming up over the week? Uh, my sister's wedding is actually tomorrow. I have a rehearsal later on today, and then I'm gonna try to finish off God of War. I mean, I'm on that challenging difficulty. Uh, it's been a adventure, and I'm gonna pet this cat like I'm doing right now. That's about it. What right. about you, Half Life? Uh, nothing. Just working. Deadpool 2 comes out this weekend. I will be going to go see it. Oh, today, um, actually. Yeah. So, actually, it came out uh, last night, maybe, but I know some people went to go see a morning show, which they're like, fuck it, worth it. Uh, I already got great reviews. Um, so, you'll be hearing the re- joint review from Alex and I on the Pop Culturist Wednesday. Um, that's at 8 p.m. Central here on the Blog Talk Radio slash Strong Style Media Network. Um... I'm still trying to figure out how I want to OBS Sims 4, but you can catch me doing a Rich to Rags challenge on that coming up soon. Um, other than that, chill. Chill. Uh, check us out on the Facebook. Uh, we're definitely still learning, so trying to get that engaged with the audience more on that one. Um, yes. It's Facebook slash Geek Typical. Uh, as half pint said before we have our second giveaway coming up for detroit become human i think what i'm gonna do is play one of the older titles uh by the same company and that might be beyond two souls that might be indigo prophecy uh that might be heavy rain all by the same people uh if you like heavy those sort of games do that one sean sean uh, yeah so we might we might do a little bit of that um but yeah, just to prepare for it until it comes out. Because I feel with those games, if I streamed it with a story, it kind of gives away uh, the choices you can make, which I kind of want to mm-hmm. steer clear from. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're going to go with just playing another game and doing a giveaway that way. So uh, yeah, stay tuned that way. Be like Nolan Greenwall. Get yourself a free game. And um, have a good night. Good morning. Hey. Afternoon. Hear y'all from y'all next week. Have a good night, everybody.